things. Somebody probably stole the, the batteries to put in an RC car or something. Is that what you do at your house? At our house, batteries are not safe. The only thing that, uh, batteries are not safe. Batteries can go, like if the remote runs out of batteries, somebody's toy is fixing to get sacrificed. Okay, I'm sorry, but it's going to happen. Because back in the day, you could change a channel on your TV. If, it, if you were in a crisis in your household, you could get up and push a button and change the channel. You can't do that on TVs anymore. So anyway, um, a couple of things real quick before I jump into this word this morning. Um, thank you. A couple of things before I jump into this word this morning. Um, we have uh, no club is going to meet Thursday at 6 here and uh, going to be doing finger foods. And uh, that's going to be exciting, playing cards. And also next Sunday at 2 in the Fellowship Hall, um, going to have a... Uh, baby shower for uh, Wendy, so that's going to be exciting. And uh, if you get a chance, go back there and check out the, um, check out the fellowship hall, because Sean has just done an absolutely amazing professional job of um, painting back there, kind of doing a little bit of uh, definitely a facelift. The whole back of the church he's done, it is, y'all, it is so, so, so good. And if we can ever, yeah, yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> um, if we could ever uh, get our um, flooring out of the warehouse, then we would put flooring down in the back. I know some of y'all are probably wondering, man, what, whatever happened to the flooring? We bought it, and it's in a warehouse somewhere. We might have to just go get it. Some of you gentlemen might remember whenever we bought these chairs, and a bunch of guys just loaded up and went to, what was it, like Virginia, like West Virginia. They went and got those chairs on a flatbed. And uh, Mike Lewis used to always tell a story. He said it was an exhausting trip over there. And uh, he said they pulled up, and he went in the office of the place that sold the chairs and, and uh, just to kind of check in. And the guy said, oh, man, I'm so glad y'all are here. And he said, hey, what did y'all bring to haul these things in? I hope it's not a flatbed. That's the worst thing. And, uh, you know, Mike was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and uh, anyway, but they, they got them back here because you're sitting on them. So... Anyway, um, I'm excited for this year. Uh, I want to just be, be raw with you a little bit. Satan has attacked your pastor over the past two days in a very intense way. And um, it's just, just, just stuff. Satan has attacked me, and I think it's because if I can start, if, if Satan can bring us down on day one to start the new year in doom and gloom, then he's got, a, he's got something there. If he can start out with us being beat up and afraid and bashful, then, then, then the chances of us growing into those warriors that, that God uh, has called us to be, that wants us to be, uh, it, it goes down. So anyway, uh, so pray for your pastor and pray for each other as, as we begin the new year. Um, but I stand, on, I stand beside what I said earlier. God's got this, and no matter what happens, God is still on the throne. God still stands.
does not matter what uh, what empire does what what king does what what president does what they don't change the outcome of God's plan amen so um i want to uh speak briefly um and then i want to just lead you in prayer this morning um about some things but um so uh, new year new you right new year new you right wrong that tricked you see new year same you same people you're the same person listen here's the thing it's one day does not change my sweet tooth okay i still like ice cream all right i liked ice cream in 2022 and i still like it in 2023 all right new year no not new year new year new uh, new you new year same you you still listen you still uh like that ice cream you still like to drive too fast maybe i don't know you all those things that's still in you okay and so what do we do about that i think that you could cha- you could fundamentally change because what happens guys i saw a TikTok. And it was a it was a, a lady had a um, a bagel and it said January it said me in January and she was cutting the guts out of that bagel come on mm, so good but then it said me in February and she had like a whole spoon like a giant gravy thing just a blop and she was just smearing cheese and butter and and um, she was like you know that's what happens though right you know you you say all right I've got a resolution and I'm gonna Man, this year's my year, man. I'm going to change everything about myself, and I'm going to, I'm going to all of a sudden become an entirely different human being over the course of four days in the beginning of January. It's just going to happen magically, man. And, and uh, a lot of us, I, you, you go and, and, and you, you hit that gym membership, and, and you, you go and you, you, you check it out once or twice, and then you, you do whatever. You know, maybe you join a, a club or you whatever you do, you say, I'm going to do things differently this year. I'm going to be a new person. And that's where the planning stops, church family. That's where the plan quits. And all of a sudden, 2023's goals become 2024's resolution. Come on. The things you said, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to do that. Somebody called me out one time. I mean, it was like July. And they were like, hey, man, how's your resolution going? And I, I felt so stupid, Terry. I said, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> and uh, so obviously it wasn't going, it was not going that well. Anyway. So what do we do? How do you how do you how do you stop that? How do you stop that cycle? Cuz I think that I think resetting in January is a great idea. You've got the whole year ahead of you and the calendar's, you know, the calendar's flipping over and it's a great mental thing, you know. Okay, I'm starting over. A lot of times people say, "Well, I'm going to start Monday." But just because the week ends, a new one begins, we want to start over, okay? Even God did that with Jesus. Do you know that, that when Jesus resurrected on Easter, that was the beginning of a new week? And so it's, yeah, okay, it makes sense. And so, yeah, the first of the year, we're going to start something new. But how do we stick with something? How do we stick with that? And so I want to just give you three points that, that I came up with that I think would be helpful, and see, here's the thing. A lot of times we make spiritual resolutions. Come on, guys. We make spiritual. Yeah, sure. You think about the, well, I'm going to eat a lot less Reese's this year. Okay, that's a great resolution. But we make spiritual resolutions. I'm not going to cuss anymore. Come on, somebody. I'm not going to smoke cigarettes anymore. I'm not going to 
do this anymore. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to look at these images anymore. I'm not going to sneak anymore. I'm not going to gossip anymore. I'm not going to gossip anymore. I'm not going to gossip anymore. Somebody say, amen, I'm not going to gossip anymore. All right. That was scary. That is the most scariest one of all of them. Listen, we say that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to really try to, you know, follow what God's got for me this year. I'm going to really listen this year. I'm going to do, but then we do the same thing with our spiritual resolutions that we do with our, uh, I'm going to join Jenny Craig resolutions. You know, we don't have a plan and we all of a sudden forget. And then on January 3rd, we're already cussing again because we got so frustrated. All right. Come on, the Super Bowl's coming up. Some of y'all might cuss. No, you better not. Listen. Um, so what do we do? What do we do? How do we break that cycle of, oops, I'll just do, I'll, re, I'll resolve. I will resolve in my heart right now to resolve next year to resolve to do something. How do we stop that? How do we break that cycle? So we're going to start a series called Discipline Equals Freedom. And how many of you know that is a very hard thing to, to accept? Discipline equals freedom. If you can discipline yourself, you can find freedom from a lot of situations. Come on. You can find freedom from a lot of situations. Some of y'all, uh, you would, would not discipline yourself as a kid, and you couldn't understand that you would find freedom from a belt if you would simply discipline yourself. And uh, all of a sudden, Dad brings the belt out again, and you're over here wondering why. Like, what? What I, you know, it's like, dude, you did the same thing you've done 46 times already this month. And so what do we, what do we do? The first thing I want to look at, and we're going to look at Proverbs a lot throughout this entire series. I love Proverbs. Um, The first thing is tell the truth. These are three things that we can start doing today. If we want, if you want to stick with those spiritual resolutions If you want to stick with those resolutions about what you want to change in your life, maybe you've got some goals, maybe you want to change careers, maybe you want to do that thing, whatever. If you want to reach those goals, if you want to live in purpose and you want to live in the plan of God, well, then there's three things. And the first thing is tell the truth. Proverbs 12, 19 says, and I'm on the wrong page. He's got it. Ooh, I made it small, didn't I? I'm sorry. Proverbs 12, 19 says this. Truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. When you tell yourself, I've got self-control. I can eat one donut. That lie will get exposed real quick. You know what's what's from the devil? Donut holes. Them things are demonic. Demonic. I speak against them, and I stand against them right now. Listen. Listen. You will lie to yourself so fast and say, I can eat one donut hole. Come on. You will lie. Ooh, you will lie. I know I will. I can eat one. And then the whole bag later, the truth has been exposed. Come on. And so that's what, it, it, that happens that fast. Lies are soon exposed, but the truth, truthful words stand the test of time. And so you need to be truthful with yourself. If you are a person that is dealing with some health issues. You need to be honest with yourself. This is something that I had to face last year. I said, man, I'm, I'm really unhealthy. I need to do better. 
And so I made some changes. And so Brittany and I, this month, we're doing a challenge. And some, there's some church members doing this too. We're doing a challenge. It's okay. Just keep listening. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. I'm going to expand on it. Don't worry. Listen, so we, we're doing a challenge to, to take back health. All right. It was, all right, breathe. Let's breathe. That was funny. Listen, but you have to be honest with yourself before you make these kind of changes. And so we, you know, we, we looked at ourselves and we said, hey, we want to be better in certain areas. But what you can, you know what gets on my nerves? Mirrors. Mirrors tell the truth too much. Because you will lie to yourself. And, man, I saw this thing, y'all. It was on Amazon. And it's for dudes. You wear it, and it, like, sucks you all up and makes you have abs. And I was like, what is that? And I was like, dude, I'm, if I buy that, I never have to work out again. It's, I just be perfect. But what happens is you could tell yourself that lie. You could buy that thing. But as soon as you get in front of that mirror, all of a sudden, gravity. You know what I'm saying? And we have to be honest with ourselves. Listen, here's another thing. You've got to be honest with yourself spiritually, too. Uh-oh. Maybe you, maybe you have been very impatient and unforgiving this year with some folks. Maybe you have witnessed things with your mouth that you did not witness with your eyes. Uh-oh. There he goes again. We've got to be honest. I was looking at the clock. Don't worry. I was, I was not making eye contact with anybody. <laughs> We've got to be honest with ourselves. If you, want to, if you want to proceed into purpose, the first step is being honest. Come on. A guy will get a truck stuck bad in the mud and lie about it to himself. Well, I ain't stuck. I can get out. No, you stuck. You buried her up to the axle, dude. You stuck. The first part of getting out of that is being honest. The second thing I want to look at is, yes, you got to be honest with yourself, but you got to have a plan. You've got to make a plan to go with that honesty. Proverbs 12, 20, the last half of that says, joy fills hearts that are planning peace. Come on, somebody. Don't you know, if you have ever gone anywhere with JB, that plans do not get broadcast very well. Some of, some of the, I know Brittany's ever going, and it's like, what's the plan? What's the plan? And I have, a, I'm so bad about like not telling everybody what the plan is. So I got to be better about that. I'll, I'll, I'll repent and I'll do better. But listen, joy fills hearts that are planning peace. If, you, if you've ever been through a situation and you had a plan, you felt better about what was going on, right? There was a lot less stress because you had plan okay it wasn't there wasn't the mystery freaking out what are we going to do no we know what we're going to do we have a plan the other day piper said daddy i had put all these christmas lights up she said daddy what happens if our house burns down i said what made you think about that and she said well you put all those lights on there excuse me <laughs> and i said well piper we we have a plan she said well what is it and so we went over the plan and if you've got young kids, you need to have a plan. If you've got old kids, you need to have a plan. If you've got an old husband, you need to have a plan. What happens if the house catches on fire? We get out, we stay out, we do not go back in there, okay? And so we talked about having a plan. But here's the thing. If we're honest with ourselves today, January 1st, I'm going to do better. Come on, I'm going to do better. 
but you don't have a plan, here's what happens. You'll do better a couple of times, and then you'll start to forget. You'll start to forget. See, a plan that you've made, you've got it in your heart, you've got it in your head, it's kind of like that light that comes on in my truck all the stinking time, Jimmy. You drive for a little bit, and all of a sudden this thing goes, bing, talking about some gas. Again? But it's just like that. Bing! Whenever you start to, when you start to ease over here, getting off on the wrong thing, remember, we've established a plan. We've established a plan. And so, bing! It gives you a little warning. So here's something, guys. If you want to know, when we talk about spiritual things, our spiritual resolutions to do better, to endure things, I've got a plan for you right here, man. If you can get yourself in this word, Get yourself in devotion. Come on. And here's a, you know what you could do every single day is you can read some Proverbs. And all of a sudden, you'll, you'll read King Solomon's words, and you go, man, I'm stupid because I keep doing a lot of this stuff. <laughs> Listen, we have a plan. So here's what. So God gives us this roadmap. God gives us this wealth. Bible means library. God gives us this library of beautiful information, beautiful wisdom, to have a plan that is not just something for our head, but it's something for our feet. It's actionable intel, something we can use. All right, so the last thing. So we've told the truth to ourselves about ourselves. Come on, we realized, hey, I missed the mark on some things in 2022. I want to do better in 2023. And we've been honest with ourselves. okay? We've listened. You know, you know what happens a lot of times? The Holy Spirit is honest with you, and you just have to accept it. Can I say that this morning? The Holy Spirit will tell you about yourself real quick. And all of a sudden, you have a choice to make. And so maybe that could be your plan is just listen to the word of the Holy Spirit. Listen to God's voice this year. When you, you know, for me, it, it almost always happens when I'm impatient with someone. Maybe I'm having a bad day or whatever, and I'm just a little bit impatient. And the Holy Spirit, let me tell you something. <laughs> the Holy Spirit, you ever, when you were a kid, you ever do something you know you weren't supposed to do, and you turn around and your dad was in the room with you? And you're just like, you have, no, you have no excuse. You have no reason. That's how I feel when the Holy Spirit speaks to me about like, hey, you know that was the wrong thing to do, right? And so have a plan to accept that. Accept that word. If you could just listen to what the Holy Spirit speaking in your heart, man, a lot of things would be easier for me for sure. So the last thing I want to look at this morning, and then I want to pray together. Take a step. Take a step. Come on. Move in faith. Get those feet moving. Come on. We won't, listen, we can dream about the future. Brittany and I, we, we go on, when we go on dates, a lot of times we call them dream meetings. And we'll just talk about, you know, our goals and, you know, what we feel like God's speaking in our lives and in our hearts. And we'll just dream together. And that's great. It's great, especially when you go to a barbecue place because then you get some good food on your dream meeting date. But if all you do is dream, nothing ever happens, church family. You have to have action. You know, you can have the coolest dream, but then you wake up. Nothing happened, I hope. You, you could have a cool dream, 
But if there's no action, it's just a dream. Dreams have to have footwork to them. Dreams have to have effort put to them. And so this year, we, make a, we tell the truth, we make a plan, and we take a step in that direction. Come on. Maybe that's you say, hey, I want to go back to school. I want to change careers. I want to learn another language. I want to do this. You know, those are all great things. Those are things that expand you as a person. Or maybe you say, hey, it's a spiritual thing. I want to, you know, I'm not baptized in the Holy Spirit. I've never spoken in tongues. Come on, this Pentecostal church, we believe that here. I've never prayed in the Spirit, and I want to do that this year. So begin taking a step towards that. You know, you say, Pastor, I've, I've kind of walked away from God. Guess what? You can take a step towards him today. Those goals, those God goals, those spiritual things where you want to just, you want to become that, that, that God warrior, come on, that just steps into the arena and there's demons all around you and you just say, are you not entertained? Come on. Come on, demons. Come on, unclean stuff. Come at me because you're not going to take me down because I have stepped into purpose this year. Maybe you, maybe you derailed me last year. Maybe you upset me last year. Come on, Satan started out trying to derail this church last year. He tried to burn the thing down. And what happened? God's people stood up and kept going. And so you look at those demons, you look at, and you say, you know what? I've, I'm taking steps. Come on, I'm walking in it. You, you can't touch me, man. You can say what you want. You can slander my name. You can use people to do ugly things, but I'm walking in grace. Come on. Ooh, I wish somebody would get excited about that. Come on, you better or I'm going to do something even more embarrassing. <laughs> Take a step towards that. How do we do that? How do we take a step? I think the best way to take a step towards God's plan and God's purpose is to take a knee. Can I say that? It's to take a knee. And so that's what I'm going to do this morning. And I want to invite you to crowd around this altar. And let's just, as we begin 2023, as we begin a new year, let's start it on our knees saying, God, this is yours. I submit to your plan. I take a step towards you. God, I want to do better this year. I want to get closer to you this year. I'm all yours. Come on, would you join us?